Hello and welcome to the Adam Sandbox. It's me, I'm back! This week we're watching the 2007 movie Rain Over Me, which I, actually has Adam Sandler in it and is pretty good. It should be called a film, by the way. Uh, yes. Movies. It's a film directed film. and written by Mike Binder, starring Adam Sandler, Don Cheadle, and Jada Pinkett Smith. <gasps> I ride a scooter around New York City. Fuck the police. Chris Maudsley. It's okay. <laughs> he points at Morgan. Morgan leads away from the microphone. Uh, hello. I am a dentist um, who women are constantly trying to get that that sweet dentist dick. I'm Luke Palmer. Trying to get some uh, oral checkups from you. Ooh. <laughs> Uh, I'm Oliver. Um, I don't have any jokes to make about this movie, pretty specifically. So I'm just, I'm just going to be Oliver today. Well, I'm a sassy black receptionist. I'm Morgan. A little too sassy, I think. She's pretty sassy. Some of it felt unnecessary. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to feel bad about trying to make fun of this movie because this was a good film. It yeah, was it was phenomenal. It, this was a heavy movie. Yeah, Morgan. Yeah, Chris. If you don't, like, you make fun of this movie. What are you not like, widowers? Well, uh, this movie. Yeah. This movie was very heavy. And I don't think that we are going to make much light of some of no. the, the bigger themes in this movie. No. Um, but I'm sure we'll find something to talk about. It's us. We, we can, we can make... We can. I feel like it's going to be very similar to Punch Drunk Love, where I would just like to talk about the things that I like about this well, movie. Well, I'm going to say, it's good. Right, off, right off the bat, I just... I would like to wear I would like to say right off the bat, we sound lovely. Is that a general observation? Yeah, or? we got we got new microphones. I, know, I, just, I, I just thought it'd be addressed. I always <laughs> sound lovely, motherfucker. Morgan, this is just what my voice sounds like. Yeah. It's always very nice. Um, you sound like garbage. I gotta say, like, <laughs> off the bat, I like that Don Cheadle. He seems like a nice man. Don I really Cheadle like Don Cheadle. I really like Don Cheadle. I, I, I like the guy that was supposed to play his part, but I still think Wait, who was he's supposed better. to play that part? Okay, we should talk about this just to preface yeah. all discussion of this movie. Okay. Originally, the two people that were cast, they were fully cast for this movie. Yeah. It's Tom Cruise as Adam Sandler's character. Okay. And Javier Bardem as Don Cheadle's character. I do hmm. like Javier Bardem. Then Tom Cruise had to pull out. And while Heavy About Him was still attached... Tom Cruise had to pull out uh, of a dude's butt, and then he said, hey, I'm not going to do this movie anymore. Scientology. <laughs> Please don't sue us. No one's listening. Good jokes. Stop being <laughs> we're making person, reli- Luke. We, no, we are we're going not going to make jokes about this movie, so we're making jokes We are going to make religious it. enemies today, because we've got some Jehovah's Witness stuff to talk about later on, and we are making beefs all over town. Um, no, so Heavy About Him then recommended Adam Sandler for this movie after having seen Punch Drunk Love, which is ah. like, yeah. No, he's great. Like. Yeah. It, that makes sense. I like like it. it it's great. That's Don't great. Cheadle, great Don't... insight on the part of uh, of the bad guy from that movie who is homosexual. You're really chomping my flavor here, Oliver. This is <laughs> this is a lot of my uh, trivia um, corner. Don Cheadle. I have and... another bit interesting bit about this movie, but I don't want to. Oh well, fuck it. Just go. Your... Just whatever. Don Cheadle and Adam Sandler were very good. It's very good. I, I don't. Good. No, Don, Don Cheadle's great. I don't, know that I, I don't know that I believe that he like really just like he's like a hot chick magnet yeah. by doing nothing, but. To be fair, though, the main person that it shows that is like a tra- is has some she has, has some, some problems. Has some issues. She's got some issues. That is, that is maybe the part of the movie that I was most confused about because like it's not that I had a problem with her character. I wasn't exactly sure what they were trying to do with that. Uh, yeah, character, I, and though. I think that I think the situation that unfolded around it was kind of just like it was yeah, a little it was, was a little weird and no it was, it, and, odd. it was handled in a strange way and the general themes and storyline of it particularly the fact that the implication is that maybe she will end up with adam's character yeah it did seem to be if, if you think about it a little bit i didn't mind it as in you can kind of it's because they're both crazy well no you can see crazies go together you can see the whole theme that like she really like needs someone that yeah. she can help 
um, and that is um, maybe lonely or troubled. But then I don't think the way that that story played out necessarily was that good. I didn't like the way that it played well, out. I don't think it worked that well. I think, like, I think what I did like was, I mean, obviously the the clear thing you can take away from it is, you know, uh, we should talk about what this movie's about, by the way. Oh, yeah, uh, that's a good point. We didn't... Hang on, okay, let's just... I'll quickly... Okay, so this this movie, uh, Adam Sandler plays a character named Charlie. Charlie Fineman. Fine he's, he's a fine man. He's not fine, man. He's not fine, man. He's not. Uh, so, so Charlie... Char- and the thing is, I'm not sure the way that the movie goes into it, because obviously we knew going into the movie what the premise was. I don't... Like, if they sort of hint at it, and it's not until quite later in the movie that they talk about exactly what happened. It's very tactful. But it's, I it's feel very nice. like this movie mm. was promoted in a way that people knew what it's about. So, it's... Yeah. So, basically, uh, his his wife and three daughters and their dog uh, all died in 9-11. Even the dog, man. Yeah. Yeah, I know. That was... They all crazy. died in 9-11. Uh, I they was were, watching They this were on movie. one of the planes that hit the tower, and uh, that it's... Uh, I don't have any jokes about that. I It's... Yeah. It's... I mean... I'm not saying it's too soon, but in the context of this movie, it's like, let's not get into that. No. Um, no, but it's so- no I, I, I am going to say it's too soon. It's never a good point to joke about someone losing all <laughs> no, of their family no, no, no. in it's a not terrorist that. It's attack. not that. It's not that. It's, it's, it's more that, that approach that people take, which I think is valid, which is um, if, we can't, if, we, if we can't sort of make light of things in some sense, sure. that's what- Then the terrorists, then the terrorists win. And I hate win. that phrasing, Ugh. but you know what I mean. Slippery slope. Yeah, yeah. They just ends up being very- uh, If we're talking about in the context of specifically a, like, atrocious, sad event in someone's yes. life, maybe that but I never- think, I, think, I think it's difficult- Maybe that's never right for I think humor. it's difficult for us because we are, in theory, a comedy podcast. Yeah. Um, in, in theory. In, in theory. theory this is, this not, is, not necessarily It's going to be like the Punch Drunk Love episode. There's maybe not that many jokes. But no, but especially with this. Like, Punch Drunk Love, at least, like- At least it was, like, fun. And it was yeah. quirky. Was it had to, Punch Drunk Love, you could still it. make fun of a lot of the aspects of it. This, I feel- uncomfortable making fun of certain parts of it um and rightly yeah. so but yeah so he lost his whole family and he just he basically broke um, he has a mental breakdown understanding has severe ptsd yeah did which you is, guys which know is post-traumatic stress disorder uh that, that that's how he lost his family going into it yes because i didn't i was watching it with, with a friend of mine last night and it wasn't until like towards the end of the movie where uh spoilers he gets um he like pulls a gun on some cops, and then the cops like yes. beat him down. And then one of the harshly as well. Like, one of the guys was like, "Yeah, the city doesn't want this like a nine eleven widower." This that, is- the other thing, and we were like, "Whoa!" Wait, 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 wait. They mention it before. They say that. Uh, his his money dude, whose name is what yeah, is his Sugar money. Man, I was going to say says his uh, you know, since like he mentioned September twelfth, like the world, like his it being completely. He different. says everything changed after September twelfth. That, that's everything uh, did change after September eleven, yeah, Oliver. But but that's. That's context true. clues, Chris. That's true. <laughs> but but that's also but like, when he has the full the the heaviest scene in this movie where he tells um Alan, uh, which is Don Cheadle's character, um, like basically remembers things and 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 tells him what happened. Um, did you really not realize then that it was? Well, I knew I know I know it was a, a plane crash, and I knew that, uh, that all his family were on a plane going from somewhere to somewhere else. But like, I don't know if it's common knowledge for. Uh, for for everyone else, like what the flight numbers were for those planes, no, where I, they were come from, and wh- where they were coming from, and where I they mean, were I mean, I guess I knew, but I was also watching this movie and I'm like, it didn't have to be nine eleven. This movie was probably in product, like a written it screenplay did, well, it did before. Not have to yeah, be, but like though. I think it strikes me as maybe this movie was around before nine eleven. Then nine eleven happened, but I and think they structured be- it differently. Well, like, I think because of the impact nine eleven had in the world, like much more than just a plane crash. Like I think it it 
it was it, it changes the tone of the film well, also, than just a plane what crash. What like if they made up not to not to you know downplay the tragedy of a plane crash, but, but if, this if they, was more they, than that. Well, if they made up a plane crash, it's still very sad. Um, but if they use one that really exists, that's very powerful. And mm-hmm. like this situation may have gen- like probably genuinely happened to a handful of people. And people were like, never forget. People remember 9-11. Yeah. Like, people are always... It's. I mean, it's always going to be relevant. People are not going to forget it because you're not allowed to. You're not allowed <laughs> to. Like, people never forget 9-11. And the NSA yeah. put those chips in everyone's brain and they can't. Yeah, if you try and forget 9-11, they'll zap you. Never forget it. <laughs> Go on, try and do it right now. Try and do it. Hang on, hang on. Oh, listeners, try and forget 9-11 right now. You can't. And it's not just because we're talking about it. Guys, <laughs> oh, it's we, probably most of that. Jo- guys, we're, we're joking about it. <laughs> Yeah, no, I we're joking it. around it. Yeah, that, I'm not, <laughs> no, he's right. That's exactly no, what we're doing. No, we're just joking about. <laughs> we're joking about the government brainwashing people. <laughs> that's true. Which is uh, also we shouldn't joke about because that's hundred percent true. Oliver, it's all hey, we got. You, you got to give it to guys. Us, guys, uh, semi tan- no, complete tangent. I was driving behind a car the other day, and it had an, a bumper sticker, and I couldn't tell what it was, but from the distance, I saw the word fluoride, and I thought, <laughs> I thought, oh, this could go one of two ways. I know what my reaction would be. There's a smart individual in that car that's got some real insights No, so me. I'm like, this could go one of two ways, but all I could see was the word fluoride. But it could be someone who's just like, fluoride, and in smaller print, it's fine, guys, chill out. So <laughs> I, I got as close as possible to the car, at which point I still couldn't read it properly, but I noticed two things. One of which was a small skull and crossbones. <laughs> <laughs> the other which was the word poison. Well, Those look, two are kind no. of hand in hand, but I had so, and as I continued to then drive past them, because I got close as I was like sort of on the, the next line along, I went, oh, okay, it's a crazy person. Hey guys. I took, look, it's a chemical. It's a chemical. It's a chemical. I can't pronounce it. If you can't pronounce it, don't put it in your But body. like that I can't person, pronounce it flow read? I, I can't pronounce it? it because I'm an idiot. It's actually a very simple no, word. Flower, 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 You guys are missing the point. That person's crazy. They think they're poisoning the water with fluoride. It's not poison. It's for government mind control. Luke. Luke, how else are they supposed to activate the chip that makes us all yeah, forget 9-11? But th- no, not forget 9-11. But oh. that's my point. This person, what, this, yeah. this idiot, this conspiracy nutjob thought that it was poison in the water. It's not poison. It's not poison. It's mind just control. mind control drugs. <laughs> Crazy person. Fucking it's mind hell. control nanobots that dig into your brain holes and, and then and activate the chip that <laughs> ne- lets you never forget 9-11. Yeah, no, it's it's just- it's, I feel like we need to stop this They're just soon. nanobots that can selectively activate going. certain parts of your brain that uh, the government might want to control. Hey, so this genuinely like heavy and touching movie about- uh, the tragedy of 9-11, mm-hmm. sort of. I mean, it's not strictly about that. No, but it's, it's about it's about the consequences. The, it's about like the human condition and yes. how it reacts to grief well, and loss. So one of the no, things- but it's also it's also about. Well, did you guys notice? It's about friendship. It's about friendship, and it's about two people from very different, uh, in very different situations, yes. who inevitably Helped each other. Who, well, who inevitably have very similar situations. But this is this is what what I really liked was that I mean the obvious thing is. Uh, is, you know, Charlie needs help because he's, you know, he's sort of stagnant and needs to find a way to, if not move on, but sort of yeah, develop something. He's, like basically, he's, he's trying to basically, he's not, he's, he is trying to uh, thwart forget. that chip and forget 9-11. Like, he yes. just doesn't talk about it ever. I'm sorry about that, but it just, you know. No, he genuinely is. And that's why, and then I actually really liked that bit where they explained that's why he gravitates towards Don Cheadle's character. Because, because Don Cheadle's character know anything about knows him and has some kind of connection to him and, like, mm. has a connection to him, can talk to him about it. Like, he's almost like a passenger. He didn't know that, the family. That, that moment of, where like Sugarman was like, I was, like, his best 
friend, work friend. Yeah. And then that happened. It's like, oh, yeah. It's like, wow, yeah, that was a yeah. cool moment. He's, well, he's like a path. Well, not only does he not know anything about his family, but he's a path to his life prior to yes. all of that happening because he's still got a connection with him, but he doesn't know, he know any of the things yeah. that he wants to forget. And it's, um, I, I, but I think it was also interesting that, um, like, you know, on the, like, sort of going into it, it's like, oh, you know, Don Cheadle's got a pretty good life and everything. But then it's also, at the same time, Charlie also helps Alan, his name is. Oh, it? yeah. Like, he actually, because there's, there's things like he, he sort of feels like, I guess he's stagnant as well, like, stagnated as well. Yeah. Like, he's got, you know, his, his dental partnership where they're kind of walking all over him and he's, like, he, like, they're sort of basically, he's being dictated what he's supposed to do and he's got well, no he's, real power. He, he's basically, he's lived the life. His relationship is like. He's lived the life that. Charlie would have been able to live yeah. if he hadn't ex- the tragedy, but he's still experiencing the same problems. And he still well, feels yeah, alone. I, I guess the question is like, yeah, he's living the life that Charlie would have been living otherwise. Is it necessarily better? Yes, objectively it is better. But there's still issues and they help each other with those. Yeah, well at first I thought it's almost like Objectively having a kind of having a kind of like, you know, not like a professional life that's a little bit like I guess, you know, it, it, he's having trouble with his professional life, maybe in his personal life. Still better than having your family die in well, But it's also I think this we can movie all about nihilism. Uh, like nothing. Like he's got everything he wants, still terribly unhappy. Other guy loses everything, I, but still he's not, terribly he's unhappy. Not terribly un- I don't think he's, he's not terribly saying nothing unha- matters. I think that's... Well, here's the thing. It's about the fact that does- here is two people. One person that theoretically has everything. The other person who lost everything and still it's not, a, not neither of them are enough for either of them. Is what this movie. Well, another is about. thing, another thing that I sort of I I, I had trouble um, figuring out was I genuinely couldn't decide. And towards the I mean, okay, I was trying to figure out because there was sort of this this tension between um, Charlie's landlady and Sugarman, his accountant slash for, like former friend. I guess they don't really communicate anymore, but like he still handles because he's also oh Charlie also has a significant amount of money because um, of insurance money. and that kind of thing. Like well, it was Do insurance think- and also government pay. Yeah. Do you so- think he spent a lot of time searching for Sugarman? Shut up! Uh, no, he sure. no, already knew him. Um, so the, the sure landlady and sugar man are basically—they've sort of those a really th- big accountant in South Africa, uh, South, South America, Africa. whatever. Um, South America. It's racist, Chris. <laughs> uh, same thing, right? So the landlady, <laughs> the landlady and sugar man have sort of basically helped to build this bubble around him, so he can—he's not like obviously there's there's obvious pros to him, like you know being protected from the outside world, but it's enabling as well. It's, it is enabling. That's the thing. It's like—is it like? And the problem is, but then you've got uh, his in-laws, the parents of his, like his deceased wife, who are trying to get in touch with him, and they're sort of stopping. The- now they, now the they're a little is- selfish about. Oh it, yes, they are very selfish about. It. I've got some real stuff to say about their behaviour in the courtroom mm. uh, and the behaviour of uh, yeah, one BJ Novak. One blowjob Novak. Oh, fuck BJ Novak. Was he the was he cunt the in this movie? He was he's a, a ri- fucking cunt. He's, in this movie. It's, it, it is. But hey, but Judge Don- uh, Judge Donald Sutherland not having a bar. Oh yeah, it. No. I love Don- that. It's yeah. good, but you know he is genuinely oh. like it's real shades of his character from The Office, who's that like kind of yeah. young petulant uh, hotshot asshole. But then like if he'd become a lawyer and was just We'll see. Doing the, bad work. Watching that scene, I'm like, this this guy, there's no way this guy's getting away with it. This guy is getting reprimanded, and then the judge is like, you are not doing well. It's like, yeah, good. Yeah, because like, I, I was like, fucking do we should, we should probably talk about that moment where he's like, shut what does up. That, what does, that, what does that count up. as within a courtroom if you do something like that? Uh, I mean, I, I mean, American... Stuff is different to preface that, well, basically, it's highly unethical. Like, what, what is, that's going to be Luke's. Tra- that's going to be Luke's shirt. It's just a picture of Luke's shirt. Well, that, it is. It's a picture of Luke's face, and it just says, oh, "American uh, well, I court don't, system is different." I don't do. <laughs> first of all, I don't do litigation, so yeah. that's you know where that is. But also, um, 
at the very what least. What are you, a litter hater? Because well, what he's basically doing is he's trying to get him to break well, okay, down yeah, so, in So basically he's, he's showing photos of the family and talking about it and very clearly showing it to Charlie to he, the point where he puts the photo down right in front of him, his family, yeah. which is at best extremely unethical yes. and at worst just straight up contempt. Well, yeah, because he's just trying to get him to freak out to prove that he needs to be committed, but it's like... Well, he's freaking out because you're making him freak out. Like, you're putting yeah, him in a yeah. crazy situation that he will not experience in his everyday life. Yeah, which, you know, uh, but so, but back on, like, so the point, so, yeah, the, the in-laws want to get in touch with him and they're just, like, because they think that he is, and in a sense, they're right, that he that he is trying to basically forget his family, which is not strictly true. He's trying to, I think he's trying, what he's trying to do is, because he says later, he sees them everywhere, like he can't well, he, forget they, they, them. They, but what he's trying to do is minimize his forced recollection. They, they're trying to guilt him into thinking that he's not... That he, he's not okay. Well, no. We, it's, no, it, no, but that's it's it. It's that he's not mourning them enough. Yeah. They're like, they, they get into this weird, like, um, shit fest where it's like they're trying to suggest that somehow there's, the way that he's well, mourning that, is, like, is a disrespect to them. There's a bit that, things like that really and, like, that, bugged and, me yeah. um, when, when the... He, his, the in-law, the father, the father of the of his wife, is uh, testifying in court, and he says that um, Charlie's behaviour and like his refusal to sort of communicate with them destroyed her, and that made me really angry because yeah. it's like, okay, don't get me wrong, they're like they are fully entitled to feel like to feel. I mean, they, they lost to a be lot destroyed, as well. but what, the distinction here is they're entitled to be destroyed by the loss of their family members. Yeah, but to say that he, the way that he is grieving. That's what's destroying them. It's like he's fucking destroyed too. Like yeah. you, you can't have to, tell you, you can't that they're grieving wrong. Yeah, no, well, you yeah, can't. They basically become intensely preoccupied with how they want to heal themselves to mm. the point that they will manipulate their relationship with him to serve their own yeah. needs without considering how it'll affect. And him. we, like, we know we have like, the benefit well, of. He's like- got straight up PTSD. Like that's the thing. I can appreciate where both sides of this are coming from. Like, they, on the one hand, they want to protect him because these people are trying to force him to do something that is potentially more damaging. Yeah. But at the same time, there's a middle ground where he does need to do something to move on. Like, he he needs to see, ther- uh, to, you know, see a therapist, well, which slowly becomes a they, part they, of the well, movie. They're, just, they're trying to hit him in the face with, like... Yes, they're trying uh, to beat him over the head with it, which is just not the way like to do it. With, like, recovery, basically. Yeah, cause, and there was that bit that is really, I think, really relevant where Don Cheadle says something that's really good that kind of changes their mind, where it's just like, yeah, it's like... Because they're being really selfish about it, where they're just like, they just want to have him in their life. It's like, that's not... It's not. A, you can't have that right it's now. Not, you just it's can't. Not, it's not, it's not, an, not an It's not an option right now. You like. You just can't have. That. And the fact is, because like, you can't have it just because you want it. So he doesn't want. So it. Alan convinces Charlie to see a therapist. Um, who Alan has been seeing on the street. Yeah. Well, he does. He's just asking her questions about stuff. Yeah. But because he has problems, but he doesn't want to admit them. Enough well, there's, that he a, would sti- go there's, to a, there's a certain stigma, stigma attached yeah, to, to seeking therapy. To avoid the stigma, do, do you think like people could like like you can busk on the street with like doing like magic mind reading street- do you think there's straight therapists yeah, you, you know you know you know peanuts uh lucy lucy from peanuts has their five cent psychiatry of course yeah i yeah, mean yeah. there would it's be the same thing it's completely there, the same thing there could be but i would say you wouldn't do it because it voids most of the things that are like i don't know a stable income look, a stable job look my main concern is <laughs> yeah, how do like, you know um, they're a, how do you know they're a therapist if they don't have an office to hang all their degrees yeah <laughs> but like if they lost their job couldn't get any and work if, wherever they are they're they traveling internationally they're just like you, they, they could set up a little shop in a market next to the okay. mind oh, yeah, no, reading lady. Okay. Do, 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 do you want do you want an actual answer? Because if you're talking about like they're traveling around and stuff, I mean, you need to be licensed. I don't. I no, don't want an Luke, actual answer. I'm pretty sure all they need is a really sick ass, comfy looking chair. 
Or two at least. One well, for someone's you. Someone's going to steal that if you're just on the street. One for them, and that's that's all you need. You just need to set you're up next to, next to a park bench, get them to lie on it. None of us can be therapists because there's not a comfy chair in this room. Actually, and say, let's, pretty good. let's talk about your chair. Lie down on it, though. No. Um, I can lie down on it. So, I just yeah, lie back I'm, until it I've, breaks. I've seen then. a counselor and stuff before. I've never lied down while in therapy. Yeah, it's, it's not a... I don't think that's a good idea. I've also seen like psychologists and stuff. Yeah, I just sat in a chair. You sit in a chair? I've never done therapy. Well, congratulations. Oh, I've all got yeah, shit job. going on. Good job, Morgan. Probably You're probably a healthy. Good, good, good brain yeah, you got way to go, there. Morgan. Great job. Let's, way to go, Morgan. Let's stigmatize that let's, forever. Let's stigmatize. You're the only one that said... Guys. Well, actually, Chris didn't say anything. No, but... guys, guys, real talk. Real talk. Experienced a lot of, sh- lot of shame about my childhood. Now, nah, Chris has tattooed himself. He's got problems. <laughs> <laughs> guys, real talk. If you want to talk to someone, do it. And, hey, and hey, if you hey, go Luke. and see someone and it's not working for you... Don't stop. Like, find maybe that person isn't. If you want to find someone, yeah, you, you can. There's different therapists have different approaches, and if you feel like you should see someone, you should do and it. And if you want to talk to someone, an experience just that start I, a an, podcast. an experience that I've had. Don't feel bad about this. If you see, have to see. If you're a guy and you have to see a dude, and it's okay, but then you feel like it would be better if it's a woman. That's fine. See a yeah. woman. Yeah, absolutely. Do you know what's I nice? personally, you know what's I really nice would prefer to a speak to a woman. Nurturing maternal yeah. presence. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> it depends. One on time I saw different people need different things. One time I saw a counselor that was. Um, a recent graduate, I think, and was maybe only a couple years older than me and was a guy. And I thought that was weird because it's like, I don't know. You look like you hey, seem young. like me. Hey, this I young. know that I don't have this my shit sorted out. This Do you? Me, this brings me on to a little rant I have, which is why self-help is bullshit. Yeah. Here's the thing. And don't get me wrong. There, there, I draw a line between self-help and motivation. You can absolutely be motivated by rhetoric if it works for you. Self-help. The problem I have with self-help is you have an individual person saying what works for them. The problem is different people and people reading it. Like well, different it, things work for different people. But it's also what worked for them filtered through tons of marketing and Oh, spin. absolutely. There's no way someone says like, because like, okay, I, I, I have to obviously preface this by saying the amount of self-help stuff I've read is limited because I think it's bullshit. Yeah. Um, and so I could be completely wrong. There could be some self-help books out there that are beautifully poignant and perfect for everyone. I just find that very hard to believe. Yeah. The po- I, but I think, yeah, if you... If you feel like you need that, don't go buy a Dr. Phil book. Go and speak to someone. I'm pretty sure there are there are things through like Medicare and stuff where you can get free consultations to speak to someone and guys, see if it's right for you. That's like, hot tip. Look into this, guys. He's not a doctor. I am not. No, Dr. Phil. Oh, Dr. Guys, Phil. Guys, also, also not, not a guys, doctor. I, I think we'd just like to say we're not doctors. We're not doctors. Uh, also, this is touching a lot on the same kind of content as that podcast. So, if you would be interested in more of this kind of talk it's from people good. who are much funnier than us, guys, if you would like listen a, to a podcast, whoa, 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 a funny whoa, whoa, whoa. podcast Dude, that alternates, don't look way funnier than us. I think whoa. much uh, way funnier. If you would like a podcast that actual comedians that alters be, alters between genuine wise advice and just absurd uh, humor, ob- off the wall absurd humor, it's very good. Yes, so check that out. It's- if you want a podcast where they'll give you heartfelt life advice, and then the next uh, uh, next moment they'll be like, <laughs> "What is it? They eat my asshole." A lot of a lot of eat my fucking ass. Yeah, yeah. Uh, just a bit, a little bit, a little bit of free promotion for those guys. And hey, uh, they Demi and Bart, if, clearly they need it. Yeah, we don't. Demi and Bart, if you listen to this, if you give us a shout out too, that'd be that'd be super. They're not listening well, more, to this. More, more accurately, they're definitely not. Hey, you don't know. You don't know. They more accurately, Dilrook, we know you're listening to this. You listen to everything. Can you let uh, Demi and Bart know that they're welcome on our podcast? <laughs> um, so a bit in this movie that I actually found him like I, it was the most. It was an amusing. Bit. Yes, it was the bit where the nurse pretended to be like. Um, she didn't speak English. Yeah, as soon as she left the room, she just, she just dropped it immediately and was like, "That was fucked up." He's <laughs> like, "Sorry, I didn't." She got on board immediately. Yeah, I I, I appreciated that. That's bit. what you want out of a good assistant. Um, 
So, yeah. Are we going to talk about what happens? Because guys, yeah, we should get to talk about what happens. Just, with just that quickly, woman. one other thing about like the the, the therapy stuff as well, because like the other thing to mention is yeah. So he starts seeing like lift, and at first he's like not very receptive. But it, and he can't talk to her about it. Well, because he knows work. he knows that he wants help, but he has very but strong it, barriers. It leads in his to head. him She's opening up to Alan. Yeah, which it's it's tough to know. Like I think was a step in the right direction, but it then also leads him trying to commit suicide by cop. Yes, but it is like it's a combination was of that factors. After that, yes, there's well, more. It's, it's, it's it's a couple of other things happened, but it that was. I mean, it's a problematic process in general. Yes. I don't think he was going, yeah. That like, bit with the cops was crazy. Well, it's basically because I think the reason he opens yeah. up with Alan is because, like, Alan, it seems to be the only aspect of his life that is able, that he's, he, things are changing in it, things are different, so he's a little bit more daring talking to him. But he's also sort um, of not the only, he's also sort of, the, sort of the only one who's not saying, come on, open up to me, tell me about all of your problems. Yeah, he mm. does kind of there is- do the sneaky with the fucking dork psychiatrist. Oh, there is one point early like on Nigel where or um, Alan says something that made me, like, full on, like, Oh, it hurt me. Yeah. Um, but it's just like, I think they, the, they, they the go out. he tries to commit suicide by cop because he rips open a gaping wound yes. in his soul. But they go out to, like, they, they go out to, um, like, he, I think he goes to watch, Don Ch- uh, like, Alan goes to watch Charlie, Charlie plays in a band, plays drums, and they're talking yeah. afterwards, and Don Cheadle says something about, you know, they're talking about, oh, I must have a lot of women, and he says, oh, you're single now, and it's like, Oh, yeah, that really that is not a good like that thing was the worst thing. That is one of the times where he gets mad at him, where it's like, no, that's valid. Yeah. Other, other times, other, I mean, it's all valid because he's ha- he's has trouble. But it's like when he really. But sometimes that that was like there's sometimes where he gets mad when when Alan is genuinely trying to help, and there's other times like that was one of those times where it's like that was very poor. Form. Was the yeah, worst. Thing. Was like if you great. lose your whole family in any kind of tragedy, like you're not thinking. Back on the market. Yes, yes. Okay, so, 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 Silver lining is not, is not a thing that anybody wants to bring up about that. It's like, hey, your wife's dead. Hey, you can have sex with other women. Hey, you can, oh, dude. You do can you, plow. Do you know what's interesting? You're gonna, you're gonna get a. You're gonna get a portion. Of do you know what I just you realized? You can lay pipe, <laughs> guys. Do you know what I just realized? And this is. Spoiler alert, guys. We're recording two podcasts in the one day. So, after this, we're going to record. We're, go- we're switching gears hard. After, after this, this, we're going to record. Uh, <laughs> Taking a hard left. We're recording another one after this. There's and a gonna- real duality to this movie. That's well, no. That's one, the thing. What, there's one word that forms a strong bond between these two movies. <laughs> yeah, Adam, wanna, San- Adam Sandler. If we want to talk about the F word. <laughs> the different F word. Not the one you're thinking of. No, but they do say that in both friends. Movies. No, <laughs> one of them's way more hate filled. Yes, for all. Guess uh, which one it is. The point is, the, the point is, and I'm just going to say we're we're watching. Uh, we're we're going to be recording a podcast next. So next week, guys, it's I now pronounce you Chuck and Larry. So oh boy, look out for that. We're yeah. looking forward. But, and to think it. about think about the movie. I now pronounce you Chuck and Larry. What word would they say that starts with F? Why would it be full of hate? Friends. Would it be f- f- fun, fungibility? Wait, we're talking, but we are talking Fudge. about an Adam Sandler movie. Surely there would be no gay panic in it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but the point is, there's actually like, there's a sort of there's a tie there between like there's also a sort of plot point in that movie about one of the characters trying to move on from his dead. Yeah. Wife. Uh, Interesting. Handled in a very different way, yeah. uh, presumably because uh, his wife didn't die in nine eleven. Although we're never actually told how his wife died, so we don't we know for sure. Uh, just, just to preface, I've not finished watching the movie yet. We know, I'm Oliver. Oh, we know. Oh, I'm telling the listeners. <laughs> the listeners can probably assume it. You this guys point. are well aware. It's like, oh, what movie <laughs> are they watching this week? I wonder if Oliver's watched it. Probably not. Watch so, part, guys, I watched part of it. That's a, yeah, you never not watch the movie. You watch like. Let's not half. talk. Look, let's not talk yeah. about that too much because we, we're going to do another you guys episode about it. Suggest that I not watch the movie sometimes. Hey. I do it badly, but I do it. I so, always at least get to the opening credits. I get um, done. I've watched every movie. It's not like Big Daddy where I literally just didn't finish it and then we recorded the podcast. So, like, 
it's not like I want to talk about yeah. it. Adam's uh, like trying to ignore the death of his family extends to like he's ignoring death in general. Like when Alan finds he out, yes. His- I think dad that's died. yeah. He's incapable. Yeah. So yeah, Alan. Alan's. Dad well, no, dies, I don't. I don't know that that's what it is. I think it's just that in that moment he doesn't recognize it, but he is being selfish. He enjoys what they're no. doing, like they're having a fun yes. time, and he doesn't want. But there I to think be a he is. I down. think he is on some level incapable of processing it. Well, it's when, but it's when they've just been to like the- it doesn't. It doesn't. Mel resonate Brooks with marathon. him in the same way like I don't know that it is that though I think it's just you... I think it's just that they had just gone to the Mel Brooks marathon he's basically engaging in fun behavior that he tries to do to completely ignore okay. the trouble in his life and he doesn't yes. and, and he's having a good time he wants to have fun with his friend he feels it's positive for him he doesn't want that to end yes but I think that's tied in with his Luke I'm pretty sure he knows that people can die no do no, but, do no, no but he doesn't anyone. accept think it, about it he's this like because he hasn't accepted it he's just like Oh, your dad's dead? Yeah. Just do what I'm doing. I'm having we fun with be, my friends. We could, we could be having the best time. Yeah. If Morgan comes in and goes, my dad just died, we'd be like, fuck, dude. Do you, like, what, what do you need? Like, we, we would we would sort that out. Also, yeah. like, Morgan. Oh, yeah, we'd bring his dad man, back. Yeah, I don't we, even, would, we would perform necromancy for him if that's what man, he wants. I don't even care about how good that comb joke in Spaceballs is. I'm sad now. <laughs> Do you think maybe he was. Is that, is that your. All oh, right, because that was. The, it is good. Was that one of the movies I was watching? They watch Mel Blazing, they watch sure. Blazing they Battles, Young they don't, they, they don't watch it. But there is, one. guys, would you like to know what my favourite Dragon Spaceballs is? It's when they're in the desert and the guy goes, we ain't found shit. Because <laughs> they don't say shit in Star Wars. It's funny. Um, I'm quite partial <laughs> to... It's funny. I'm quite partial to... It is. Uh, it's so out of place. I'm quite partial to the extremely uh, meta bit where they watch the movie while... Oh, that one's pretty That's, good. I'm, I love that that moment. Very good. It's not fantastic, though. Spaceball hasn't Doesn't hold up as well. well. Doesn't hold I up as well. I really like Blazing Saddles. Blazing Saddles though. holds up, I think. I have not seen Blazing Saddles. It's excellent. You should watch it. Um, also, I feel like Men in Tights holds up quite well. I haven't seen Blazing Saddles, actually. Yeah, I haven't seen Men in Tights in a long time. I watched Men in Tights the other day. It was on uh, It was on at the drive-in cinema at the camp. Did that it hold I was up? On? It, it held up like crazy. Fuck Such yeah. a good film. Hey. So many young, uh, newly 18-year-olds have never seen that film. I thought that sentence was going in a very different hey direction. Hey, guys, we, came should in do, a while, came in a while we should do a Mel and Brooks all podcast called Mel Brooks Club. Like book club. Brooks Club. Uh, I didn't understand oh, that don't, one. Maybe... Don't judge a Brooks by its color, guys. There better. it is. Much better. Much <laughs> That's better. way better. You got it. <laughs> um, well, yeah, I guess we should go back to that. The thing, I think, I, yeah, the thing that you were saying is I think it, maybe that is a turning point in the movie where what that constitutes is he thinks about that and he starts to become yeah. more able to deal with the... Co- he becomes more idea- internalized the idea of death again in but his I life think it and also, understand death and, and that starts him on the journey to... It, but I think it also is a turning point for um for Alan. Yeah. Did you just notice Oliver knock his mic? I had someone knock it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I, Guys, I knocked it with my broken finger. Calm down. Uh, my finger doesn't work. But <laughs> I think it's also a turning point for Alan because it's he sort of it makes him realize... Like, because they've been hanging out, they've been having fun. Maybe he feels like he's helping him. I think he sort of realizes this is not enough. Like, yeah, this dude, like, I, because he's that's when he sort of he starts like looking mm. into the therapy stuff because, you know, he's kind of shutting himself away from it all. Yeah. Though talking about um, uh, Charlie, Charlie this is the only time I've bothered to learn the names and refer. Yeah, to I don't know. I, I don't think Charlie, it's because it's a, an actually good. Film rather well, because than I, no, I think they use his name yeah, a lot. The as well. It's, it's also, but it's because in front of each other. Most movies, most of the movies that we watch for this podcast, I'll watch and go. Well, it's Adam Sandler. It's yeah. not just Adam Sandler in this movie. Um, yeah, it very specifically doesn't feel like him. He's got some six sp- Spike Spiegel hair as well. Yeah, his hair. Yeah, his is, hair um, was different. His hair looks very different. Yeah, yeah. Um, he looks great. It does. It, I think it worked. It 
it it works for him. Well, it shows him in it, this context. It very briefly shows him um, when he's walking through his yes. house, and it shows what it used to look like, and he actually just looks just yeah, like, he normal like a Adam. normal yeah. Adam. So, are we to believe that this is what Adam Sandler's hair looks like if you let it grow? Is I, it his real no, hair? We are, we are to believe this is what Adam Sandler's hair looks like if his family died in nine eleven. Okay. Oh, of course. Okay. I mean, because <laughs> I assume it's his, I assume that. it's his real hair. Do you think he is grey like that? Yeah, I think so. Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. I don't yeah. know. Like he's yeah. getting on. Yeah, dude, he's a wizard. It's not that wizard. No, he doesn't have a beard. Um, it looks like he no, plays a wizard. Talking about him moving on with his <laughs> life, there is, there is a couple. Oh, of in- has anyone played Shadow of the Colossus? Is um, it good? Emmett- uh, n- oh yeah, yeah, it's mm. really it's good. It's played by the same people as um, the Last Guardian and yeah. Ico. It's like yeah. a cult classic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I've heard of it. I don't know. I've, I've, I've not, good. I've not played. I've never it. played it, but I've, I've not played fantastic. it because I understand it, it is. Well, that's good. I know other, Emmett's played. I don't know if this is going to be in Chris's, He's not Chris's here, so trivia. In Chris's trivia, but a lot of pe- like th- there has been a bit said about its use in this movie. Is mm. that like a, quite a few um, as like, an allegory? Ga- for... well, games journalists, uh, um, like outlets, have said like this is one of the few, if any, situations where a game has been used successfully and like thematically well yeah. in a movie. Like it's not mm. like like they've actually used it in a way that doesn't feel like it's just shoved in there and it feels apt and like it understands mm. how games can fit into a movie thematically. Yeah, like I'll I'll just jump straight into. Into the mate, just, yep. future segment and just like don't put a thing a stinger in it or anything. But uh, it's bit of trivia. just full of interesting stuff. The trivia yeah. is just going to yeah. come up. The video game that Adam Sandler and Don Cheadle play is Shadow of the Colossus. It is a game about a man who slays Colossi in an attempt to bring a woman back to life. Early scripts had. had oh, Adam- I did not know that's what yeah. it was about. Wow. Mm. And also, um, just seeing the imagery of the Colossi falling, he realized someone who was dealing with nine eleven would be engrossed by a giant that keeps collapsing over and over again. Oh. Fuck! I just got chills. Yeah, I did too. But that's because the window behind me is open. Yeah, um, I think it was. Bo- I think it was both of those things. But also, that's uh, colossi or colossi. That's not colossi. Colosseum. Colossi. Colosseum. Yep. Col- the plural of colossus. Oh no, the singular of colossus is colosseum. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, maybe. <laughs> Fuck! I don't know. Oh, okay. Colossi, as in the plural of, of Colossus. I I assumed it, yeah, I, I thought there was a name Colossi. Yeah, I, I think it's just the singular of Colossus. Colossi is a sick I thought Colossus name. was I don't a know, name. Whatever. You're thinking of Khaleesi. Well, that's no, the I thing. Guess it is the plural. He, he, ah, fuck whatever. Well, that's the thing. He has a few sort of weird, well, not weird, but like interesting sort of backdoors to his like part. Like he's trying to forget it, but he has that. Then he has the shoe thing where he insists that everybody takes off their shoes when they go into his house. Yeah, because his, yes. that his was wife. because his wife always insisted. She that never nagged. Mm. It was the one thing she that was the like on. it's like the only thing he has holding on. And, and the same thing with the kitchen. And the kitchen. Yeah, he's remodeling Remodel. his kitchen, and it's actually really nice at the end when that woman says like, you know, they would have liked it. Yeah, yeah. And, then I, and the stepdad was just like, it's just a kitchen. Let's so go. The reason it's, also, like, it's, it's good for him that he also he moves out of the home because that living there could. Yeah. Not yeah oh no, it blew me away when I realized that he's still. It's the same house. That's crazy. But he moved out of the house. And he finished the kitchen when he did. Mm. Yeah. Like, that's, that's I nice. mean, he finished it's, it for like it's, the it's tenth nice. time. Yeah. Because um, he kept redoing it. I mean, yeah, that, going back to the other thing is like about the dog, it's like, there's something that I found so sad about that because it's like, the dog is like, it's everything. It's literally like, that means that everything that he had in his family and his life and mm. everything he experienced, all of it went away. Yeah, man. He didn't even yeah. have the dog anymore. I think uh, in regards to the kitchen and stuff, one of my m- most important notes is I just wrote in caps letters, humans are so fucking flawed. <laughs> because like there's that whole thing where he's like the last time we spoke I snapped at her mm. and it's like he can't like as a human you can't even think about all the good memories it's just that yeah. the last time and like you, you know, snapped at her and that's are... the last interaction guys, you had when you're guys, actually, we should, flawed, we should all it's... call our loved ones and tell them that we love them <laughs> do you do you have any <laughs> yeah look if you weren't here I still wouldn't call you I mean 
I was literally thinking of my parents I'm because so- spoiler alert, was, no, I don't have anyone else. It was else. too good. It was too good. <laughs> I was I was actually thinking of my parents. But- too real, Morgan. Too very real. good. Morgan. As I said, that, I was legitimately thinking my parents because yeah. I see Oliver often enough. How would your dad fine. respond well, if you I, just randomly called I, him and went, hey, dad, I love you? I broke my finger and had to go to the hospital recently. I've know. seen a lot. <laughs> I broke my finger recently and had to go to the hospital. I've seen a lot of my parents. I went, yeah, I went over to mum's yesterday. I went over to mum's yesterday to get her to sign a bunch of legal documents. <laughs> I thought you were just going to say, I've been to the hospital recently. I've seen a lot of my parents lately. I don't love my parents. <laughs> <laughs> my parents are great. I've got a good situation now that I don't live with either of them. <laughs> I will soon be in that situation. Um, That's what it takes. Hey, hey, mum and dad, was, if okay. you're listening, and I know you're not, I love you. The I do. Thing, I was going to say to what Morgan said. Like, Oliver's yeah, a jerk. It's that flawed thing because it's like when you're on the outside looking in on that situation and you're like, yeah, this doesn't make sense. It's crazy that you can blame yourself for yeah. that. But then it's like, but you do. Yeah, humans are you so flawed. I, uh, speaking of it's that, crazy. that, it like... I had two lines that I wrote down when he's the, the things that like made me cry. It actually did make me tear up a little bit mm. when he's when he's crying and talking to oh, the yeah. title. There's two lines. First of all, there's the I saw it and felt it at the same time. Yeah. And then the craziest one is the I felt them burning. Yeah. And I, was also, like, and I was just like I also found it insane. Oh my God. He was watching it at the airport. Yeah, he sees he was it at, at the airport yeah. watching it, which is like that's probably like the this worst part. if you're at home you're comfortable on the TV. Yeah. Like, that's this is also that's like that, the crazy thing about it is that you will never forget that. But yeah. this is like his performance in this is it's so a, good. It's amazing. And it's, it's a very crazy good. juxtaposition to the fact that we also, but most of us have just finished watching, I, I, like recently, Chuck I and never Chuck and Larry. Where, Fuck. Uh, look, I mean, don't get me wrong. He puts in a performance. Um, It's a very different character. I guess it shows his, you know, divert, like, Diversity is range, like he's his range as an actor, but but it's it's just a very different experience. Um, well, I wrote something. Yeah, I'm trying to remember. Hey, can we talk about the music in this movie as well? Because oh, like, very, so good, it, very good. I, I think I want to say is like because it's, it, but it does. It's it's the same as Punch Drunk Love, where it's like there's a couple of different themes to Adam Sandler that are in some of his comedy movies. There's like Punch Drunk Love was like um, failure to launch Sandler, which is kind of like um, bottled up emotions and, and but also kind of like Billy Madison things like that, where it's just someone who hasn't come to fulfill himself in his life yet it's like it's something that he's clearly good at doing and then there's also um faded faded sandler which is this one where it's just like it's, out. Uh, it's interesting it's really well, fucking interesting you know, he's how a, well he's he's he, a he's a passionate he's a passionate man uh, he burns bright and the you know the hottest flames burn out the fastest i just i think it's interesting like it's one of the more interesting insights of this just pod doing this podcast is how well <laughs> is how well um the things that he's good at doing and his character traits they just switch from comedy mm. to tragedy, tragedy very surprisingly well. Mm. Like the, the other thing you got to think about there that that this performance made me realize is like Adam Sandler doesn't make silly garbage films because they're all he can do. He makes silly garbage films because he likes making silly garbage. films. I imagine like he might really makes, enjoy them more than he enjoys making. I feel this like kind he thing. makes a lot more money off his silly garbage films. Yeah, than this, this one. one also might have been. Pretty full, on, probably pretty full on to make. Like you can't make these movies back to back. Yeah, like he process. the first when he was first offered this uh, this yeah. role, he turned it down because he was just scared of doing this role. Mm. And it took him like a month before he reread it and was like, "Yeah, fuck yeah, I'll do it." Um, it just occurred to me that Chris has been shirtless this entire time. <laughs> um, it's tradition. Why do you have to bring that up? Because it, like, does that make you uncomfortable? Really do you, do you think he is an f word? It feels doing really that? weird <laughs> given what we're talking about. Whoa. <laughs> Like, if we've been talking about, like, this heavy-ass content and Chris just sitting yeah, with it. Yeah, and I'm bearing all. I mean... He's coming out in support. 
I am truly emotionally oh. naked. <laughs> oh boy. Um, but the music in this movie. Uh, so so Charlie's right into We're like down. sort of classic rock. Um, oh, so good. Yeah, I mean the name of the movie is taken from uh, the Who song. The from, Who song. Um, yeah. From Quadrophenia. Uh, love rain. Love no, rain. Oh me. Rain. Oh me. Oh me. Um. But and it, the movie actually features a cover of that song by oh, Pearl Jam, which is very end, which is a pretty good cover. Perf- that ending where pretty- he's just he steals Adam's scooter and he's driving the streets is perfect. Steal it. It's a very good he's ending. He's gonna bring it. Maybe back. maybe maybe Charlie doesn't need it anymore because he's banging Donna. I I mean no. I was I was gonna say just because not it was yet. Like he was they're moving, working he on was it. Did you guys wife. get the hint? They never actually articulate it in the movie, but when it does briefly show his wife, I think it's I, the reason that he's. Wary of Donna, I think. I think Donna maybe looks like it his looked wife. A lot like right. I, I, I think that might be something. I I don't know that you're. I did to... think I found her to see, but like I'd... I think that yeah. I I, th- I, th- I thought that maybe they were going to bring that up more explicitly later on. But I, I think know. the idea is that maybe Donna looks a lot like his wife. I was like, that's she looks really like, familiar. That's I'm why like, oh, he's like, like so Donna. attracted to her. But then he becomes uncomfortable about being around her. Mm. That I think be... that is a point not touched on in the movie. But yeah, it's definitely there. I think it's a subtext. Hey, there's some. There's also like some sweet Bruce Springsteen in this movie, and like it's just the music was good. I like it's good. I, I like movies where the soundtrack is basically just. It's not well, diet. It's not. Well, is it not? No, it is. It is diegetic because he's like at a certain points. No, it's, it's, it's not always diegetic. And sometimes it transitions from. It's not always diegetic, but the theme is basically just that it, it is the music. But yeah, all is, of the music this person listens to. All of the music constantly listening to music on headphones as well. So it, it is sort of. But it's like, whether or not it's diegetic. It's just it's a soundtrack composed of music listened to by the main. Well, yeah, stuff. all of the music in in yeah. this soundtrack is either on his iPod or in one of the vinyl records he talks about in the movie. Yeah, I like that a lot. Well, this is also like, and it's like it's really evidenced when. Uh, BJ Novak, uh, shitty lawyer, is trying to basically get him to break in court. He puts the headphones on and starts like rocking him. Yeah. Like it, it's yeah. he uses music as a, as a sort of as a tool it to is escape. Bullshit. Well, it's a distraction. It's like if yeah. there's lyrics going through your head, you don't have to think about. 9/11. It is bullshit when Blowjob Novak starts talking about how young Liv Tyler is because he's such a baby. He looks like such. Mm. A, he looks like a mansaur. That keeps that doesn't coming make, up. That doesn't mate. mean anything to anybody other than me and Luke, but he looks like such a mansaur. It was a real good, uh, like a dinosaur, re- real good mean? joke that he had to go to Little League practice after this. That, that was good. That and then she good. laughs. Donna laughs at that. Uh, yeah, I don't like the idea of Donald ending up with Adam because I don't think that they're good. I, don't... I think it was hinted it was, it was hinted at, um, at the very uh, least, friends. No, I understand the idea about why she would maybe want him and why that maybe would be a thing that would make sense to both of them, but I don't think that it makes sense that uh, people around them would think that that's healthy because I don't know that that would be. I mean, I'm not a doctor or a psychologist, but it feels like her wanting to, like, she's she was divorced but... and so she has, she wants to, like, she wants to love somebody and she wants to help somebody but I don't know that her no. having somebody just to shower with okay, love is going to but help I, her. I, I agree, but like, it's not necessarily saying that they're going to be like in a full-on relationship. Yes. They could be good for each other just as, as friends. Friend. Yeah, at the very least, maybe he's don't just have letting someone in. Yeah, yeah, that's probably a good point. Because it is sort of ambiguous, which is... Which is always... I've talked about it a lot of times in the podcast. It's my favorite kind of love story in a movie. You don't have to show that they end up together. I mean, at the very, at the very least, you should show full like penetration. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh no! If you're going to show, if they're going to, if you're like, going, if you're going to say that they end up together, we deserve to. We see, have to see the dick going. We vagina. need to see penis, vagina, all or nothing. Everybody, insertion. all or nothing. If they are going to have a first kiss, it better also be the first time they have sex. Yes, and we better see it happen. And we want to see it. But I thought it was nice because, like, it she's was, yeah. she's um had, had at, at the end she's in his apartment right when Don Cheadle leaves and they're yeah. in their apartment yeah, together. Yeah, it's just the two of them, yeah. and it's just the two of them. It was a little awkward. Where, was they it, both look nice. sort of oh, no, but then uh, Charlie makes him stay though. Charlie's like he's about to leave, and Charlie is like says something. He's like, "Oh, I guess I." Am hey, it's staying. your turn, but, Shadow but, but, of the Colossus. But it's yeah. nice though because um, 
earlier in the film, his landlord says that he never has guests over. Like mm. he's, he never has yeah. anyone in that building. Yeah, and he's got yeah like she's, a she's very suspicious. Of him. It's very, it's very good. Um, would it have been more no, like, poignant to an, if to an he, extent he might be afraid of women? Would it be more poignant like his wife? Well, if at I the end, I'm afraid afraid of developing attachments because yes. it hasn't ended well for him in the past. Like if, no. yeah. also because women are scary. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes, that's fair. But um, I got teeth in their vagina. Do you think I am afraid of them? Do you think it would have been more poignant at the end if he played a different game? Like, it's like, do you want to play Shadow of the Colossus? He's like, on. nah, maybe not. Maybe what what like, like, he's like, hey, you want to play NBA Jam? You want to play, NBA, you want to play some... Pop, uh, of the... <laughs> you know, they, they start playing gym. NBA Jam. That one where you can make yourself an alien with like a basketball head. They're all like, yeah! I mean, it, it could have been... <laughs> you want to play Flight Simulator? Train simulator, bitch, motherfucker. What you know? is this not? What would be a good game uh, to play? Halo. Getting once, once you've sort of once you've gotten over your wife. Uh, um, rock band. He had three people there. He does like playing the drums. That actually would have been good. Yeah, like something more fun. That's just like. What about gone home? What gone home? Rough. <laughs> what about? That the one where you wake answer. up and your family's gone. You know, That's what I was just thinking of. That what dragon, about Surgeon yeah, Simulator? Oh, extraordinarily heavy cancer. games. That is maybe the heaviest game I can think of. I don't like. I haven't played it. I don't want to play that game. Oh, I would I, cry I, my what game is goddamn. That, dragon, that cancer. dragon Cancer was made by developers uh, to si- basically to simulate, and it is like a story of their their, their son died of can- from yeah, cancer. Yeah, it's basically and they made a, a game <sighs> that takes you through the emotional journey, and it's like. And it's critically like acclaimed. Like it's apparently it's it's like because of what it can do to you. It's like magnificent. Yeah, it, it, I don't want to. It's put literally that. two like, people that have experienced one of the saddest things that could ever happen to you, trying to synthesize that into an experience. Not just trying though. You apparently can have. succeeding. Yeah, like they're yeah. literally Doing, pouring that into an experience that you can then have. And there's like there's a there's one quote unquote level where like your baby is crying and like a lot of the. Like game, the gamer in you is like, right? There's something here that'll make this baby stop crying. How do I do it? How do I achieve this goal? There's nothing you can do. It's just gonna fucking cry, and you yeah. have to wait for it to finish. And it sucks. I don't. Oh, it doesn't fuck. finish. I it just, just like, eventually ends. Yeah, I just, I, I, I don't, I don't want to. I like to make games. I like it when That's games okay, make Luke. me feel a lot. I think it's lovely. Oh mm. yeah, but there's like, there's a difference between like feel a lot and that. Just I feel like that would break me. Oh, it would. No, I think it genuinely. I guess it depends on the mood that I'm in, but when I find it very refreshing when a movie or a game just makes me feel a lot. Um, if just, I want to have a good cry, I'll just watch Jurassic Park. I mean, I watched, I was feeling a bit <laughs> shitty after I broke my finger and a bit rough because it was like a rough New Year's. And then I watched Eternal Sunshine and I was like, this is uh, melancholy and I enjoyed it. No, I'll just watch, yeah, I'll watch the end scene of Jurassic Park or the end scene of that Dr. Who episode with Van Gogh. Uh, also, never episode. fails to make me cry. It's- Even Jurassic Park. Okay, so Jurassic Park's episode of Futurama, by the way, in case you weren't aware with the fries dog Seymour. If you know what it is, you probably already hate me for talking about it. And I don't want to get into it too much. But one of the Futurama movies then sort of, uh, I guess, retcons it, it and says, it up. oh, no, it actually like was better than... Even knowing that, because we've talked about this with Emmett before, he's like, yeah, but you know it's okay. It's like, even knowing that, that still makes me cry. Still rough. Do you know what I... I if we want to get a little bit real, do you know why I like watching sad movies if you feel sad? It's the same reason that there's occasionally Catharsis. a couple. Well, there's a couple of like very emotionally vulnerable albums that I like, and I listen to them if I'm sad because I like the idea that when you you are sad, I'm taking control of myself. No, no, you feel bad about something. It's seeing something that is also very vulnerable and sad and emotional and human, but beautiful. I it's like not, it. It's, it's literally it mm. is literally an emotional work of art, and you realize. That it's fine to feel. Yeah, like this way. isn't this isn't a waste I, of an emotion. I like, I it. I like a great to... a great album if you're feeling angry. Um, and is what's it called? Um, Saint Anger by Metallica. 
Uh, anything uh, by Rage Against the Machine. Jackson Jihad album. What's it called? Um, Can't maintain. Can't maintain because yeah. that is like a crazy. It's kind very of, cathartic. Yeah, it's cathartic, but also like it's a sort of angry and abrasive, but it's also beautiful in that way. So it's like yeah. All of this, oh, it is. It all is. of this it's, is it's, fine. It's like, it's like twenty nine minutes of just like pure emotion. Yeah. Um. But no, I like listening to sad sad music. I listen to sad music when I'm sad. Um. Because. Then it's like, oh, I'm sad about this music, and not because my life is a pathetic mess, and it makes me feel better in that sense. <laughs> yeah, because your life is a pathetic. It's mess. a pathetic mess. Yeah, absolutely, it is. Yeah, Luke's yeah, got a law just... degree. What a piece of shit. <laughs> he's, got a law he's, hey, he's going nowhere. Guys, there's fast. much more to life than your profession. All right. Yeah, Sean. he hasn't got any love life. Hey, you. He was a dentist. Wasn't enough for him. Exactly. But yeah, the thing that I liked about the end. And of he, this... got, he had plenty of money. The f- but you know what, guys? Before all the we money move in the on, world can't buy back your family dying he in nine eleven. A million dollars. Guys, you before would think me- that if he guys... had that much money, though, he could get the chip removed from his head so he could forget nine <laughs> eleven. <laughs> before we move on to Luke, I think I think I'm so sorry. You're shooting everyone. Dude, knows he about could get it. the chip removed and the one put in that uh, removes it permanently makes you forget. Do you want, would you do that? Mm. He, he, guys, why didn't you just take a forget me now, guys? Why didn't he just get a he lobotomy? He doesn't want to get caught in a roofie set. Guys, why didn't he just threaten some cops and get shot? <laughs> Did you guys say that's one of the best parts of the light, the latest season, the new, newest season of Arrested Development, that that happens to Joe? He gets <laughs> the caught, roofie circle. He gets caught in a roofie circle for like a month. Oh, by the way, timely, uh, they've confirmed that everyone's back on board to do a proper season five of Arrested Development because Ron Howard has said they're not going to make another one unless they can get I was hanging out with Emmett board. when that came up and he was like, don't we already know that? No, but they've, no, like, we knew they were confirmed. planning it. Everyone is now locked it in. It is now like locked in. It is happening. Yes. Without a shadow of a doubt. As in, like, because like, there was a lot of, it was an ongoing, um, quite a drawn out, like, uh, negotiations about pay. Well, yeah, because. Which has well, been settled But in. also, this time, they need to make sure that all of them can be together. Which is, yeah. But they said, mm. we're not making, after season four, we're not making another one until, like, they apologized for it and said, we're not making another one. I can't remember. I think it was Ron Howard. It may have been um, Mitchell Hewitt. I can't it's, remember. It's okay. It's definitely not as good. Yeah. Though. But so, but the season five looks promising. Hey, back to the movie. Um, I don't know that I have much more to say about it. Yeah. Well, I was going to say I'm done. Before, I think I'm done. This is my last thing I was going to say. Like, I like the way it was full circle with um the two characters, um like Don Cheadle and Adam Sandler. In the, like, you think that they have opposite lives where it's kind of like an inverse problem, but then you mm. realize, no, it actually is kind of the same thing where they just both, they both have trouble communicating and they yeah. both need to recognize that they need to talk to people. And that's what they find in each yes. other. Yes, absolutely. And it's like they have literally the same problem and it's very Happy sweet. Endings. It's very sweet that way. It was, yeah. They helped. Like the beauty of this movie is they were good for each other. Like yeah, they, they helped each, each other. The ending they... to this movie, like it, not just the normal. Oh, I'm done with an Adam Sandler movie. This feels good. The ending of this movie felt good. Oh, I love. It was. Movies. I was like, I love yes, movies. I'm good. I love movies that end that they are. They're not. They're not. They're not. It's not that they're not happy endings in the sense that nothing crazy conclusive happens. It's just that like things are the the vibe at the end of the movie is everything is on its way. Like things are happening. That's mm. what I like most about movies. Where yeah. it's like, because then it feels less like a movie because it's just it feels like part of people's it's lives a, yeah, it's a that is of... going to continue rather than a uh, people that exist for a period of time within a movie and then don't exist anymore. It will yeah, it's continue not like, in the sequel. It's not like everything Random like unfolds too. and wraps up nicely in a neat little bow in ninety minutes. Mm. It's everything gets to a stage where it can begin to. Begin you, to wait, you can, you, can begin pre- to... you can try to predict the future of these people's lives. Yeah, you literally just gone from like, oh, they're in this moment of their lives. Now they're in this moment. I don't know what's going to happen, but they, they they changed over this course of the movie. Yes. But and like, yeah, you don't know. Like, maybe uh, he ended up with um, the woman, and maybe and, Don and, Cheadle divorced his wife, and he and Char- Charlie married. Or maybe and they maybe made, maybe, I, I maybe maybe, maybe Don Cheadle uh, turned into Kevin James. <laughs> maybe they yeah, finally I n- got I that blowjob. I now pronounce you. Charlie, wait, Alan and Ch- Ch- Charlie's Alan. Chuck, right? So it's like I never see Chuck and Alan. <laughs> um, or maybe, or maybe he ended up with that woman, but then she died in nine twelve. Oh fuck! 
All right, I'm let's sorry. let's do some segments. Is that supposed to happen next? Are you suggesting next year? Note. Oh, but there, there is that bit where they talk about another. No, it's just nine eleven two. It's nine twelve. There are other terrorist <laughs> attacks that are they're being talked about during this movie, right? Like there's other. There's, he's watching. He's watching a tube station. The where the tubes um, be like, security on the tube stations like in New London. York. Yeah. Oh, is it New York? New York. Yeah. No, just it was New up York, security. Yeah. On it was. But it was ca- a. It was a scare. It wasn't a. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I think that, just... that is current though. I was thinking for a second that he was rewatching like... old nine eleven stuff. But, the, no. but this is the thing. I mean, like it, it. It's crazy to think about how much that changed the world. Like I've I've got um I have a great, uh, Art Spiegelman wrote like a I mean graphic novel but it's it's not that long. It's called um In the Shadow of No Towers, and it's. Like it's just because he lived in New York and it's his reaction to it. And his kids went they're just it's fucking heavy. Like it's just it's written in a way where it's sort of all over the place, but it's just like how how it made him feel and like the, the sort of the consequences and like the fallout from it. And it's like yeah, it's the consequences it's, will never be the same. Well, no, but think of it like it, but it's one of those things where it's like our world. <laughs> That's is, an internet meme, yes, right? <laughs> our world is the way that it is, but like if you try and imagine how different the world had been without an event like that, there is it's some- just impossible because so much of so much of the current world we live in is an in, a, a direct or indirect result there, of that event. There is something a little strange about the fact that it had to happen in America for it to be that powerful. Like, not to undermine it, well, but that, that is a strange thing I mean, thing whether you like it. it or not, America is like, it's it's a, it's the superpower yes. at the moment. Maybe not forever. China's, China's coming up. Do you think something like the Boston bombings would have had the same effect if that happened, but 9-11 didn't happen? Mm, oh, I, it's hard. But it's hard to say how much of subsequent acts of terror... Yeah, a spurned the relationship by, between all those by things. the effect that had because that would also sort of the fact that it was so important to yeah. the world uh, sort of says to people who want to disrupt the way of life it's, and who want to do things like that that it works. It's I mean, also, also the with Boston bombings in relation in contrast to nine eleven is like Boston bombings was something on the ground like you can't. Yeah. Two, two blocks over. And something you tragic, of course. You can't see... Those were also two people kind of zero. working alone, right? Like, whether or not they were inspired by whatever. Yeah, but, like, it's no, but- the, the, the symbolism of it being in the air. It's the biggest thing in the city, and a, a plane and think- is going into it. You can see it from, like... A mile or two and, in any and direction. Yeah, like I guess with the Boston, bomb, Boston bombings, if you were there, you would have experienced it, or maybe looked at pictures online. Almost everybody in New York, and the fact I guess, is, saw that happen. The fact yeah. is, as well, like we, like the skyline was just. But, but the fact is, as well, like nine eleven didn't wasn't the start of terrorism. Terrorism oh, existed no. for, for ages. But what it is, yeah, what it is, despite being terrorism being broader than just that, it was nevertheless a defining moment. It is pretty crazy. And so though, when people look at it and go, you know, people say like, oh, but you know, not all terrorists like. <laughs> like uh, you know what I mean, like as in like there's more to terrorism than that. It's like yes, but that was a defining moment in well, it, and you thi- can't help but it's draw the thi- upon that. It's the thing that started to define that kind of fucked up idea that a terrorist is a Middle Eastern person. Yes. Like if you say someone looks like a terrorist, that's what they look like, and that's well, th- and that's is, that's fucked up. This is the other thing: the current world we live in, where there is such like Islamophobia. How much is that effect? Like, would the how, how different would that be? How different would the world be? If 9-11 hadn't happened. Because I, I feel like you it's, can't it's help all, but tie the current, like, the current state of Islamophobia yeah. back to 9-11. It is all really confusing for me. because This when, is getting way deeper than oh, we way were deeper. this podcast. It's interesting, and this though. is, like, surprisingly Comedy. for something people thought wouldn't be a long episode. This is well, like, be a long episode. Because when I was a kid, like, when 9-11 happened, I was so young that I could not understand it properly. I knew it was a big deal, but I didn't really know what it was. And for me, that is the first time I ever learned of the idea of what a terrorist yeah. is. Mm. So there is just those people in the world... Like me, yeah. Where it's like inexplicably, it is tied a little bit to that idea of what a terrorist is. But then you have to fight the idea that that is 
Fight the power. You have to fight that connection between just like Islamic people and terrorism because that's mm. not like prior link. to that. Like the majority of not the majority, but like a, a, an incredible number of terrorist attacks were overwhelmingly from like an Irish population. Well, the IRA, yeah, the IRA yeah. is like a big. There was one. IRA was mm. a big one, and then they also have the like even, southern, even the American southern soil. American. Well, it, the, like, it's that weird thing where, like, if somebody ones. is white, they're for some reason way more willing to say they were acting alone or mm. within a thing that people They'll say could... a gunner or or well, that, an that's also that's the media is the media's you know yeah. kind of fear mongering things. Hey guys, <laughs> Alan Covert's not in this movie. <laughs> no, where <laughs> no, am I going to? Not. I'll figure it he out. He wasn't like I don't know the cop that almost shot him. I thought I saw Peter Dante at one point, and I was like, Ooh, I, don't just, think, I don't think I don't think so. Had it like, hey guys, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, we can probably finish. Also, now. equal representation in the media. I'm not sure if this movie passed the Bechdel test. Um, I sort of wasn't looking for it because I was kind of just watching the movie. Uh, do, we, do, do, do his wife and daughters ever have a conversation that's... Uh, I don't think so. But I think the other thing is, I don't know that it matters because... And this is the thing I think we've been coming up against is that the Bechdel test is not a definitive test of no. what makes a movie, you know... Whether it's or just not an it, interesting it, thing. So I think I think you could still say that this movie, like for what it is... Is not offensively oh, no, anti-feminist that's, in that's the way not, that a lot of these movies are. I don't think that which is, is what kind of spurned this on. That is, yeah, there is like because I got to tell you, Chuck and Larry. Spoiler: alert, I won't say whether or not it passes, but whether or not that movie passes is a very different question to whether or not this movie passes. Yeah, yeah it it well, it's like, the, but that is the most interesting thing about the Bechdel test to consider whether or not it passed, but then consider whether or not. That matters. Well, because you need to, it kind of starts a conversation. Because you need to look at the. I mean, I think the fact is that the three dimensionality of the characters in this yeah. movie are another level entirely. So even if you don't have female characters interacting with each other, they are still three dimensional. Well, one of the strongest and most relevant characters in this movie is a woman that never appears in the movie. So it's yes. like this movie has some strong, important, and like. Although we it's, are it's talking the, about her effect on a man, so. But, the but yeah, I know what you mean. The structure of it, like it just, it just isn't important. Like yeah. Yeah, she's literally never in it, and like that doesn't matter. But yeah, I like, mean that's so that's pretty. I don't really have much. That's pretty much all I have to say about it. Like, I don't know, man. It's not that important in this movie, I would say. We should just play the song Which, from this you know, movie and just could sit, be controversial. Just sit in silence <laughs> and start to cry. Um, uh, Christopher? Joey's Trivia Corner. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Chewie's Trivia Corner. Let's, let's go on a big old scooter and I mean, ride around. And you, sound like, you sound like you're about to get some love, reco- love line requests. Yeah, let's let's do a... Are we bringing it down? This, this, one's, uh, this, one's this one's coming up from John. He's asked that we dedicate it to Crystal, uh, saying, Who I love you, baby. died in 9-11. <laughs> <I'm sorry. laughs> no, I, I was literally no, like, I was gonna this say, one's coming I was, in from I just, Charlie. I love, you, ba- I love you, baby. I'm sorry I hit you with my bus. <laughs> <laughs> I'm... I'm, oh god! No, I was going to make an even worse joke. I'm just, let's move on. Um, the the scooter that Charlie rides around on is uh, too powerful. Technically illegal in New York City. Oh really? I don't think Charlie cares. He's a bit of an outlaw. Most of this, yeah, he tries that I've, to that I've got here. We've already like, yeah, we've sure. already just that's fine. We can out. keep it a short segment. Um, uh, 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 we've I have about a bit of about Dem well. going to be guys, the role of Alan Johnson. Sorry, guys, there's a, there's a, there's a fly in the room. It's oh, really, it's cares? really, it's really going to taint our crystal meth. Brad, Pitt. oh, Mike Ermentrout's in this movie. <laughs> yeah, 
Mike Emmentrap? Mike Emmentrap oh, from Breaking yeah, yeah, Bad. Yeah, yeah, I, just, yeah. I just wrote Johnny... I just made a Breaking Bad reference and then yeah. that was why. I'm like, why am I thinking I always of... remember his name more. I just wrote Johnny Banks in my book. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He was a bit of a dickhead in this movie. Mm-hmm. Brad Pitt was considered for the role of Charlie. Hmm. Brad Pitt's a pretty good actor. Now, look, the fly just went out. Hmm. Good. Brad Pitt's... A, I would say Brad Pitt is a better actor than Tom Cruise. Agreed. Uh, I don't know. I think that Tom... I do think Tom Cruise is a bad actor. No, I think Tom Cruise... I think Tom Cruise does a good job, but I think... I think I feel like Brad Pitt has more range than Tom Cruise. I'm trying to think about movies. Oh, I guess. No, having said that, though, I don't know. I, I don't always think about. Not. I don't always. Th- Brad Pitt's great. I, have, I don't always think no, about think, him playing a tragic figure no, that well. The, Tom Cruise has played tragic. Well, this is very the thing, well. though. I think the thing that for me is, I, despite being such a handsome man, I believe Brad Pitt in characters. So you were going to talk about yourself <laughs> for a second. Despite I was going, being such fuck a off. Man. I don't like him. Who is also <laughs> but, a handsome no. man. Despite being such a handsome man, I don't think that Brad Pitt's that attractive. <laughs> no, I'm saying despite the fact that he's so handsome, like I think he still plays an everyman quite well. Tom yes. Cruise. I it, 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 it's similar to the the bizarre Arnold, Arnold Schwarzenegger that he's yeah. able to play an everyman. Um, he's but, not really, and but he also does not, surprisingly good He does job. surprisingly well because he's also not a great actor. But Tom yeah. Cruise, I think, is a good actor, but I cannot, I have trouble separating the insanity that is Tom Cruise as a person. I don't, I I think you'd need to watch more if you just got to watch a lot of Tom Cruise movies and eventually mm. you like this and stop also stop paying attention to him uh his his like his public persona because it's not worth paying attention to. I don't know. I just he is a, he is pretty bullshit. I have trouble not seeing him as like the poster child for Scientology. Yeah, every time you see him you, he's just he's delivering his lines on a couch jumping it's, up and down. It's, it's the teeth. It's the teeth mostly. His and the fact that he's like 5 foot tall. He's got some veneers for sure, right? I'm always Ooh. that's the other thing because I know about his thing with height. I'm always looking out for the way that they've made him look taller. Yeah. I mean, dude, he he does all of his own stunts. Like he's for a small man, he's he's no Darcy. Well, yeah, cause, he's cause an impressive he's small man. Cuz he could Keep he, that. Yeah, because he's he's small enough that he could jump through a flaming hoop way easier dude, than a normal he held person. onto that plane. He held onto that plane when that plane was really going in that and into, seen, into the have, Twin Towers? Have, oh. <laughs> have I mean, you've got to bring it back to the podcast Look, have somehow. you seen the Mission Impossible movie? I would do yeah, a Tom... I've seen Mission Impossible. Um, I have seen the Mission Impossible. I haven't seen all... I don't think I've watched all of them. Genuinely, I haven't I, seen I the would, I'll Show You My Collection of Art one. I would actually love to do a Tom Cruise... That's one of them, right? That's the most re- one of the I'd more like recent ones. i see my collection of art. Yeah, that one. Yes. I would love to do a... I've seen, like, the first three, I think. Emmett and I... He may be part of our movie. I'd say um, movies... Emmett wants to watch is probably going to do a Mission Impossible. Emmett made me watch the first two. I think we're probably going to... Emmett, you are listening to this. We should do... I don't uh, know that he is. We should should do... No, he is because he always tells Morgan it sounds shit. Emmett, we should do Mission Impossible 3. He's been better lately. Is that the one with... uh, He's been very complimentary. That is the one with... One of the best villains in anything. Philip, uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman, for those listening. He's a great villain in that movie. uh, Used to be my doppelganger, but I lost weight and he died. Yeah, Luke doesn't look like... No, still look like a corpse. Um, Luke... You lost weight, and he's a skeleton. (laughs) (laughs) I do got one of them. Guys, can we talk about how freaky it is that everyone has skeletons inside them? No. Okay. (laughs) Yeah, let's not just become the internet. Uh, That's all I have for actual- It is pretty freaky, though. I have trivia. Trivia, trivia. Do you want to quickly pop something in? Um, This was a movie uh, joined two production companies, one of them Madison 23, which is- I, I saw it on the opening. I'm like, ah- and I looked it up. Ah, Madison huh. 23 is a subsidiary of Happy Madison. Right. It's yeah. specifically a subsidiary for drama genres. Wait, so this it's, was made by a subsidiary of Happy Madison? Yeah. Huh. It, it's, I it's, think it's, uh, it's, made, they, they, it's made one movie. Is this one. If uh, they so, had have done a subsidiary of Happy Madison to make dramas, they should have called it Sad Madison. That is good. That is great. Um, right? Yeah. That it, is made, pre- it made this movie. Like That's the only one it's produced. And then they change it so the Happy Madison golf ball has, like, that comedy face on it, and then you turn around and it's got a tragic face on the other. 
Um, no, I imagine it's. I imagine that's no, no, just, no, just no, 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 no. The title card because you know the hits it and then the guy comes in and he goes like, "Oh, what does he?" He's say? wearing a mask. Outstanding. He's wearing the actor's is mask. Uh, no, he leans in and goes, "Ooh, boo hoo." <laughs> guys, can we talk about the fact? Also, that- the golf ball hits the twin towers. Guys, can we talk about the fact that it's pretty crazy and <laughs> oh, bullshit that the idea of those masks is that you wear those masks to have that emotions? That's not very good acting if you need a mask do you, to do wait, that. Wait, I'm um, no. That's. Do you guys not wear emotions like a mask though? Yeah. Yes. Like, we're all empty, right? And we just put on masks to show that we pretend we I mean, we're I'm not empty, but I, I subvert people's expectations. Okay, so I think the mask. thing with the Madison 23 thing is just that he was a producer on this movie, I'm sure, because of his involvement. And so, therefore, he was... Because it wasn't the only pre- com- production company. There was two. It was some other one I've never heard of That's just the way movies work. If he got a... He probably got a producing credit. He got a producing... Oh, I don't know if he did, actually. I don't know. I was... um. I couldn't think of like much to talk about for this movie, so I really wanted. But it was. I, shut- I had it in my head that I really wanted to make fun of Don Cheadle for not knowing how math works, and then I looked it you up. Mean Terrence I, Howard. I remembered. No, it's Terrence Howard. <laughs> Don Cheadle replaced. Yes. Don Cheadle was reading a Red Falcon comic, which was so close, mm. so close. But um, guys, Terrence yeah, Howard you know? thinks one times one is I just, two. I just read this. Apparently, uh, this is a fun fact. This movie was a financial disaster. Uh, was not a financial success, and that's why Madison Twenty Three shut down. And that's why Adam Sandler makes stupid comedies. Uh, yeah, is he made a series? Because it was meant to. They were meant to do. I don't know. Funny people Maybe. was meant to be a Madison Twenty Three. Oh, but funny it changed. People, funny people is certainly more serious than yeah. Usual it's got movies. some. It's got some weight um, to it. Well, so is that it for trivia? Because I uh, have... I've got a review I'd like to. Read. Oh yes, please. I, I'm just trying to think about what Terryology would be if it was created by. What name would he use? Che- Cheetos. Che- che- I got nothing. Nothing at all. <laughs> cheating on Continue, Chris. That was a fantastic thing to interrupt you with. Che- oh, it's cheating on your it's chest. Che- it's it's chigonom- It's cheating on Ooh, be very careful, Chiganometry. Chiganometry. Be very careful. Does that start with a CH, does it? Not another word. Not another letter. Are you letter. being racist, Oliver? Oh, oh, are you being oh. a filthy... F- I'm not going to say Oh, I'm being racist, <laughs> am I? Oh, boy. You're being a Chris, regular... Please read the review. Chris, this please is read the review. by Midge. Now, introduce... In, they were going to uh, say me. <laughs> In Adam Sandler, wait, by Midge, like the version of the version of Marge Simpson inside Mo Sislak's head, <laughs> like All right, Midge. like Donna's mum in that '70s show. <laughs> uh, like in, a in small the, person in, in Adam Sandbox <laughs> tradition, this is <laughs> good bad. film. So I'm going to read a bad review of it. Yep, this is I by look Midge. Forward to it. How, how many stars? You, you learn the stars at the end. You should know this by now. Luke, why Luke? are you so impatient for the stars? I got to know them stars. Entitled Wow. What a waste of time. I, I read all these great reviews, so I was ready for this movie. All these great reviews, so was ready for this movie. What I wasn't ready for was how inane and boring it was, and that, mu- and that music that keeps playing whenever Adam Sandler is riding on his Segway <laughs> or scooter or whatever it is. God, how different would this movie be if he was riding a Segway? <laughs> <laughs> Eating a blue frozen banana. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, he, he he did make a huge mistake. Yeah. There's money in the banana stand. This this next line I'm not sure I agree with. It wants to be a feel-good movie. No, it doesn't. It doesn't. It absolutely doesn't. In this movie. Fuck, oh, sorry, I really can't get the picture of him riding a segue out of my <laughs> head this now. This movie really endeavors to make you not feel good. And but succeeds. It, yeah. It wants to be a feel-good movie, but in the end, you're left scratching your head and thinking. Did I really waste a whole evening on this drivel? How this movie got so many stars is truly a mystery. The only saving grace was seeing New York City. 
two stars. The, hey, it's, New York City hey, is actually the third character in this movie. <laughs> oh, that's a person that for sure is like, uh, I'm really in New York City. No, hey, 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 Midge, hey, Midge. No, that's someone who's never been to New York mm. uh, and and just wants to vicariously right, like, see it through film. Uh, there are better movies to watch if you want to see New York City, Midge. Uh, and if you're looking for a feel-good movie, um, I don't know. It, Try our now pronouncing Chuck and Larry. But ha- <laughs> is that American? But has, New York? I haven't really has she, that Brooklyn. That. Has she been Brooklyn? Like, my question is like, what, like she's obviously read reviews that say it's quite good. I don't. I can't imagine there's review like positive reviews for this movie that set it up like it's a feel-good movie. No, she probably just looked at the stars. Yeah. Well, like Don Cheadle. Yeah, yeah. Don Cheadle. I mean, she'd seen Hotel Rwanda and gone, boy, that was a lot of fun. She sounds like a person that doesn't understand uh, that reviews are subjective and you can't read a review and then be mad that you don't agree with that person. She seems like a person who maybe can't read at all and just saw stars. But it's like- She seems like a person who saw this movie, felt something and said, I don't want to feel things. No, but these these are the crazy thing to me about people who write this This makes me put on my sad mask. It's a thing that I've been confused about before where it's like, yeah, it's a person who reads a a review and is like, hey, this movie was good and they're like I, I didn't agree with this review so then they feel compelled to go and write a review it's like but then what Any if re- someone reads your review and then liked the movie like it's just you don't understand how subjectiveness any, works any review that is effectively reviewing other people's review is just a person who is way too into outrage culture yeah. I mean are we not just reviewing this for person's review right now we are. oh yeah it's exactly we're, what we're into doing. outrage culture we're doing a fucking Adam Sandler oh, I'm podcast outraged. This movie, I'm outraged this movie actually isn't super highly received though it only has like a oh, 64 no, no but the the, the, the the performances are like of um Don Cheadle and it's, uh, it's, highly it's not mm. critically acclaimed but it's, people like it well it's, yeah. it's 60 so it's mostly positive still it, 64 yeah. but it is weird though because I was reading the Wikipedia article on critical reception and it lists very few complaints that people had yet it still like still mentions 64 perhaps it was was it, it, it perhaps just too be, soon like no, I think it. People wanted no, to no because I think it handled it very tactfully. I don't think that's. I think they're not allowed. This, this movie handled it with tact uh, in a way that we've just really like stomped and pooped all over. But like, no, we got pretty real. I've made a lot of bad jokes about nine eleven that I wasn't going to, and then I did because that's the person that I am, and I'm sorry for that. But um, but I do feel like um, look, I, this I'm movie is well, self help guru. Did you don't apologize for yourself? Did, I okay, sorry. <laughs> did you look at um, Rotten Tomatoes as well? Because obviously, like. It could be that they were all positive, but like sort of positive on the lower scale because maybe there are things that people felt could have been done better. Not that it was executed poorly, but that there are things like there are some things that maybe could have been done better. I think people thought it was a little like a couple of the reviews were saying it was a little meandering. Like it has moments that are truly like very lovely and have a clear good message, and then it's a bit more muddled mm. at other points. Sixty-four percent of the reviews on the website that I get my reviews from were five stars. Yeah. That's yeah. So like that, a lot of people I were like, I, this I liked is- it. I thought it was. Yeah. I thought it was a refreshing, like for all that it was heavy and quite, you know, up, like it had its upsetting moments. That obviously, I like that. Should have. I like, I like it was a refreshing movies. change of pace to then go because then we went on and watched Chuck and Larry, which is something else entirely. Hey, Some, but, something of a palate which cleanser. Is the next film. movie, but can I just bring in? There's a segment I've sort of touched on the last few podcasts uh, that I have an update on. Uh, it's called Despicable Luke. Oh, Despicable Luke. Ooh, ooh! Um, that's my noise that I make. Uh, sometimes during sex, mostly. Uh, this is so. Can we just see vinegar strokes? Yeah. Whenever when I when I when I when I come when I ejaculate, I go ooh. So, wait, what, you start singing that ooh. 
Anyway, so for the last... Oh, gross. Those lyrics sound like <laughs> I'm having sex with Luke. Okay, guys, <laughs> this is not movie. what Despicable Luke is about, guys. It's a feel-good segment that's about to get like that, to be honest. So, <laughs> Despicable Luke, uh, for the last few weeks, I have been endeavouring to watch the film Minions. Now... <laughs> I don't remember where it started, but I am now determined to watch it. Now, I haven't watched it still, but something I've realised recently is um, that I think in a way of sub- like of sort of getting around, uh, you know, IP laws and things, people have started uploading full movies to porn sites. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> there's been a few movies like I've recently movie seen. On there's been full movies on Pornhub, um, a combination of... It's kind of funny, but also I think it takes uh, like the takedown notices longer because it's just not what you would expect. It's not on their radar. They're so, not. They're not like crawling porn sites to try to find. This so stuff. what this led me to do is go. Maybe <laughs> Minions is on Pornhub. <laughs> so sure. What I did was it was I googled. Pornhub Minions. Now, where you logged into Google? Where you logged into Google? Uh, uh, I, <laughs> you I, can't, you cannot scrub that away. Maybe. Uh, now, what I found, <laughs> but he has a public record of what, what he did was you doing. find? I'm very curious. I, got, I no. got a number of results for just Minion porn videos. None of them yep. were Minions. The film. Oh, do they heavily feature bananas? They for sure heavily feature bananas. <laughs> now, my favorite. How many of them did you watch? My favorite. Uh, I've only watched how one. many? How many times did you go? Ooh. <laughs> how, no. How long did it take you to actually try to find the thing after you got so distracted you jerked off over and over no, again? So the, <laughs> the best part of this, I was doing this in the backseat of Morgan's car while he and his girlfriend were ordering food at Hungry Jack's. So how have you been dealing with your? How have you been that dealing with be, your new fetish? Imagine Luke? your working at Hungry Chris. You used to work at Hungry Jack's. Imagine you're working at Hungry Jack's and you look out the window and a man looks over at you and you and you look at no, and you look porn. at his phone screen and it says Minions Porn <laughs> and he just sort of smiles at you. <laughs> Do you quit? Do you quit then and there? Do you mean I life? Think, Do you quit life? I think you just log yourself. You just walk. You just neck yourself. Say, I'm done. So <laughs> you're, I, just, you're microwaving a whopper, and you're like, watched, "What am I doing?" I only <laughs> watched one one of the videos because I was like, "I gotta know it." It was a 40 second long video. It is called, in all caps, "Coming on a Minion Intense Adventure." <laughs> uh, now I I believe I still have it open. Yes, I left it open on my phone so I can show it to you guys now. It at present has. 42,039 views. 79% oh, uh, thumbs up. It's only 40 seconds long. If you guys would like Dude, to people it. like this more than they liked Rain Over Me. <laughs> now, basically, what it is, is it is. Uh, what? This, it, this 40 second film is trying desperately to be a feel good I've got to say, I've got to say, guys, it is. The editing is on point because what it is, is it, that 40 seconds is cutting between a guy. It's it's also the music it's set to really makes it as well. After we finish recording, is I insist it, uh, that you guys watch this. Love rain. Actually, oh me. You know let's what? watch it now. Let's seconds. watch it now. Let's just maybe cut this out, out. Us watching it, but guys, we're all watching this right now. Gather around. Gather around. We're going to move away from the mics to do this. To breathe. Can't use airplay. This podcast oh. is over. Oh we goodness. we have no way to go from here. <laughs> um, we guys, have... I think we... <laughs> <laughs> Oliver, 
Oliver, I, I think Movies Ever Wants to Watch has to do an episode on just that. Guys. We are, no, we're, we're, we're working on a segment where we just watch YouTube videos before we watch Fuck. the movie. And if we watch Unions, that is the video we watch. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit! I don't know you want to edit that. I feel like maybe um edit um like just like you saying right now we're watching and then you can cut to us just like so basically what it is it's a Ooh. montage of a guy going to McDonald's. No, don't explain it. No, don't explain no, it. Don't explain no, it, guys. If you're really curious, just uh yeah, you could just uh Google uh coming on a minion intense adventure or search it on Pornhub or whatever. It's forty Ooh. seconds long. Um, it is exactly what it sounds like. <laughs> oh, it's worth watching though, right? It, it's <laughs> probably not safe for work. Definitely no. not safe for work. There's a tip for sure. You definitely see the tip. Of the <laughs> I mean, it's just the tip. Um, t- R.I.P. Minion toy. Seriously, guys, we've got nowhere to go from here. Can yeah. we just so, let's stop? Uh, thanks. thanks, but guys. So yeah, I, I haven't watched Minions yet. Okay, <laughs> that's the update. Uh, thanks for tuning in this to this truly macabre uh, episode of the Adam Sandbox. Not macabre. It wasn't directed by Tim Burton. <laughs> it's still kind of macabre. Everything mixed together. <laughs> Sorry, just Morgan. Just because you like skeleton gloves, not everything's macabre. <laughs> I mean, that's not macabre. I think. Oh, I that's think, macabre as. I think it definitely wasn't macabre when that guy just. It, it was melancholy. It was melancholy for sure. Um. um so yeah, that's next week we're watching. Well, next week it's an episode Chuck and Larry. So we are going to watch that in it very shortly after this. We're doing a two two. Well, Oliver's going to go finish watching it now. Yeah. Um. And I'd I'd like to thank our patrons. You may have noticed that we have a. Uh, much better sound quality this week, and that's not thanks to you guys. Yeah, no, but we do appreciate it anyway. Those two dollars, yeah, it's, it's, it's still helped. sick though. Yeah, I just burped directly into my friend. I'm sorry. I didn't oh, hear it. That's goodness, good. that's good. Uh, subscribe to the Patreon, and Luke won't do that again. I yeah. might. I can't. Yeah, it check was, out the Patreon. It wasn't intentional. Uh, hopefully, you like the new setup. It's very yeah, lovely. Yeah, I hope it we sounds can, good. Um, it's very this. professional. And get up. We can do ASMR guys. We can do ASMR while we jizz on minion toys. So, yep, thanks. Give us a like. What, what's going on? We've had some lovely oh, okay. reviews cool. on our on the iTunes. Yeah, yeah, we did. Two people who please, know what's up. Please do give us five stars and review us on iTunes. Yeah, no. So, <laughs> um, let's. Yeah. So thanks for listening. Yeah. Uh, this has been the Adam Sandler. Guys, please watch, watch that Minions video. Seriously. Watch the Minions video. Watch this movie. Watch it. Yeah, this actually, is, yeah, yeah, it's worth nah, it. It's, it's a good movie. It's going to make you feel, but like... It's not on Netflix mm. or anything, but you can rent it on things. Yes, yes that's what we did. But uh, go into it knowing what you're in for, because I made, a, I made someone watch this who I just said, hey, i got to watch some Adam Sandler movies. And he was like, oh boy, let's watch some crazy Adam Sandler movies. And then this one played and it was like, oh, can who, we... Who was it? Crazy, oh, Adam. Crazy, crazy Adam Sandler and 9-11. As so, so, soon as this movie finished, he was like, can we can we watch Chuck and Larry now, please? Oh, boy. That's the first time anyone's ever I'm, said that. I'm going to do a bit of a cry for it. For Ford's a got a, he's got a problem. Hey, uh, <laughs> so, That's his reaction. Yeah, we'll, see, we'll see you next week, guys, and uh, never forget. Forget what? <laughs>